tyranny. It's as American as beer and baseball. This is the America Beer, Baseball, Tyranny podcast with your hosts, Joshua Sopko and Aaron Bloomer. Welcome, Josh. Again. Again. Episode three. America. Beer. Baseball. Tyranny. Beer of the episode, Josh. Yes. This is my absolute favorite beer of all time. <laughs> Grain Belt. The premium. I like this beer, too. It's a good American classic beer, right? So it is American? Or maybe it's not. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So it's the it's the friendly beer. It was originally brewed in St. <laughs> Paul. Really? It's not even far from us. No. And so then now I believe it is brewed in New Ulm. So still brewed in Minnesota. Also not far from us. Uh, yeah, brewed out of the Shells Brewery now, I believe. And I could be totally wrong, <laughs> but I don't think so. Um, yeah, this is my this is my go-to. I have many, many, many tops. If you come in my garage in the summer, I have a tabletop <laughs> that I made out of beer tops from Grain Belt. Nice. This was also the uh, beer of our first episode before we decided ah, to sure. have a yeah. beer o the episode. Yeah. So... Cool. Well, so the beer's good. The best. It's the best. <laughs> What's the topic on the agenda today? Another good one. Should get a couple people triggered, right? Taxation is theft, Josh. <laughs> yes, it is. Um, why though? You should should have told me taxation is not theft, and then I get all. Taxation is not theft. <laughs> we need taxation. To run the country. Taxation is the price we pay to live in a civilized society. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong. Wrong. So I've been listening per Wrong. Josh's request uh, to the Constitutional Podcast. Yeah, that's a good one. It's good. Overall, it's it's a good kind of primer on things, I think. Uh, I listened to the taxes uh, episode here. Revel. Yeah, the 13th Amendment, right? Yeah. Um, what I think is kind of funny is that... The Democrats were in favor of taxation. Oh, yeah. Why would that be funny? I don't know. <laughs> I just think it's, it's kind of who they are. I just like, think it's funny. Like Bernie taxes. Yeah. The, but no, I mean, you can't you can't tell me the Republicans don't want taxes in 2020. Just not for the rich. True. <laughs> yeah. Um. So here's the thing. The crazy libertarians out there say taxation is theft. The ones that are sane and understand how the world works. Well, let's talk about it. Why do they think taxation's theft? We don't. We. <laughs> it's really, really simple. I should have pulled up this meme. We'll we'll post the the meme in the links uh, if you've never seen it before. But it's like, why is uh, sex not rape? Like, what makes sex consent. not rape? Consent, right? What makes, uh, I can't remember all the other ones that are on this meme, but what makes theft or what makes like taking someone's money, not theft government <laughs> Mag consent, magical, <laughs> magical fairies, right? You don't consent, uh, to paying taxes, but the government still takes it anyways. Mm -hmm. And anytime that someone takes something from you without your consent is uh, stealing. And there's really no rhyme or reason outside of that. So you and I have talked about consent. I haven't. If you're going to tell me the social contract, I'm probably going to get up and walk out. That's how it's going. Fuck, I knew it. I, so here's my thing is 
I didn't sign the social contract. Right. But none of us did. <laughs> because it doesn't exist. Right? Well, but does it? It does not. Our leadership, people we have elected to represent our best interests. <laughs> I can't Is this even, a real episode? I can't right even now? say it with a straight face. I'm trying to be the devil's advocate here, ladies, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. People we've represented or we've elected to represent the public have deemed that the only way to run the country is through taxation. Oh, if you're listening to the podcast and not the video version of this, my <laughs> face is contorting in ways it kind of hurts to listen to these words. Oof, duh. I don't even know how to process what you just said because there's so much to unpack there. I did not elect the people that made decisions to take my money. You also didn't elect the people who uh, immigrated, emigrated from England and started America and ruled the Declaration of Independence and made us a free country. Free, free country. Free, free ish, free, a pretty free country. It, it was, it, yeah. I, I did not. Uh, elect the people or sign or support the signing of the constitution either, which set up the federal government. I did not sign or support the 13th amendment. I did not elect or sign up for the people that voted for the 13th amendment, which that's a story in and of itself. The, the dirty secret of the Island of Jekyll Hyde or whatever, or Jekyll Island. That's what it was. Uh, Jekyll Island where, where these bankers got together in secret to devise how they were going to overtake the, the federal government. And it's not like the 13th Amendment wasn't tried in years past. It just took three tries to get it the third time it finally happened. So they overtook the system. And I don't remember who who had the quote, but uh, Rockefeller, maybe, or Rothschild said, uh, I, I care not. Like, if you can own a country's money, I care not who makes its laws. And that's exactly what they did. They own the money. OK, so let's go. Let's go back way back <laughs> a little bit. So taxes were first instituted with George Washington, right? Yeah. Ish, because wasn't it two percent of your income type of thing? I, it was I, never an income tax. It was always it was always a use tax. It was always a sales type of tax. Okay. The only time we've had an income tax prior to 1913 and the Thirteenth Amendment was during the Civil War. Right. Okay, that's and what at, I'm thinking. And it was, yep. at, and it was, so during Abraham Lincoln because he had to pay for the war. We'll have an, our, we'll have a good uh, podcast about uh, good old Abe sometime too. The best president, <laughs> tyrant, right here. You just put Abe picture, Abe's picture right underneath there. Uh, okay, so they 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 raised or they implemented taxes to build the country. Marauds. <laughs> Right, or incentivize yeah, socialistic policies. It was socialistic policies to yeah expand the state and uh, take from people that didn't want to be taken from, and, and but impose the will the of the state interest of us all by the definition. My money alone can't do anything to the, advance the country, but my money along with your money and our neighbor's money and my everyone's money can do big things, right? Yeah. Voluntarily, they absolutely can. But the state, as we know, is not efficient. Sure. But back in, we'll even say 1913. Yeah. Right. Uh, how, how would you have gone around 
and gotten people to give you money. I don't know. A lot of people are doing it. People say, well, enough to advance the country. Absolutely. It would it would have exploded in ways that we'd never imagined. Think about all the industry. Railroads were being built without taxes, mind you. They were not subsidized by the federal government. Because the Chinese people were making were slaved, enslaved and making them because they didn't pay them any money. And the government supported that slavery. Well, of course they did. (laughs) (laughs) I'm 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 saying that the free market provides these things naturally. We can't speak to the way that those things were built because we wouldn't build them today. But imagine if you wanted to build a business and you wanted people to come to your business, you'd find a way for them to come. You'd build them a road, right? You'd get other businesses say, hey, let's all get together and establish a town and let's build roads to our town. That's how they did it in the past. And they did this with all voluntary funds. They didn't come and they said, hey, we're appealing to you saying the town needs a new well. The town needs a, a, a new mine. We want to uh, build this thing. Uh, we should all collectively do this together. And this is our pitch. And the town says, yeah, this is a pretty good idea. Like, let's support and volunteer our time, energy, money, and all this other stuff. And they built really cool things. We had fire departments. We had uh, uh, police chiefs or we had police systems anyways. We had schools. We had roads. We had government buildings that were all Airplanes. built. Airplanes. <laughs> Nah, yeah, computers. A, we'll talk about airplanes some other day. The, <laughs> the Wright brothers were pretty rough on the development of the airplane, but okay. So I think this is where I think people think of that, and they're like, "I don't have money. I don't have money to give to build a road. I don't have money." But it's because. <laughs> The government takes all the money out of your paycheck. Exactly. So I think if you were to stop and if, and this is where I really like opens it up to me is like, look at your pay stub. Mm -hmm. Look how much money is taken out of there for that. It's given to the state, given to the government, given to whatever. Pretend you still had that money. Mm -hmm. Would you be more likely to or able to? give to build things like that and fund schools and things like it or start a business or increase your education all of which are going to have more economic economic impact and economic development and economic growth and now i'm not necessarily opposed to use taxes uh so uh, or, or an excise tax like on public water okay so that's that's going to be my next question is yeah. are there taxes that are okay or legitimate or this, whatever you may okay for us to have that are not considered theft. This is where the libertarian society, the ones that are really big uh, anti-tax people are going to eat me alive. Well, there's like seven of them. <laughs> so <laughs> or, we'll be or right. even suggesting the idea that a sales tax, but really we're talking about the anarchists. The anarchists are the ones that really eat this up because government does need to fund and operate on some level. The biggest problem that we see with taxation is they just take more money to grow without ever solving any problems. Our bridge and infrastructure system today is like a D or D minus, and everybody just says, well, the government should fix it because the government built it. Well, it's going to take at this point 10x what it took to originally build it in the first place or maintain it or maintain it. Like it's just not a a sustainable system the way it was set up in the first place. Yeah. But uh, use tax or excise taxes to me on some level to operate a minimally minim, minimalistic viable uh, government to me 
is somewhat acceptable, except for taxes on things like clothes, um, food, uh, just basic needs and protection. So that includes guns and ammo. Um, <laughs> okay. Those are basic needs and protection. I mean, I mean having taxes on guns and ammo is a, uh, it increases the barrier to entry to self-protection as an unco- unconstitutional tax. What about a baseball bat? What about a hammer? What about a pair of scissors? <laughs> good, good, valid points, Aaron. Point being, <laughs> I mean, point, point being, an entry that, level to protection. Sure, isn't a isn't a gun, right? I, I'm pro. So I own many guns, and I don't agree with that. But um, and, and neither here nor there. I get, you, the, you I get, get what the, I'm saying. That I get the point of it, though, for sure. But but we remove the these basic. Uh, uh, taxes on things that are just suitable for people to live and survive. Right. And then we have everything else that goes to support a uh, minimal government, not, not supporting a $700 billion defense budget um, that we don't agree with and that we don't support, uh, which is another thing that people like to say. So, well, do you like the military? (laughs) No, not not really. One for no. And two, uh, we don't need to spend, what is it? More like thirteen times more than everybody else, or something? It's yeah, they something. listed. I saw something the other day. They listed like thirteen countries combined. And, we spend more than all of them. Yeah, and they're like huge countries by a lot. Yeah, more than China. Yeah, China was one of them. <laughs> like it's just like <laughs> China, China was one, one of, of the thirteen, and right. it's just like holy smokes! Why? Yeah, that puts it into perspective a lot. Um, but okay, so what about like uh, taxes on alcohol? Taxes on gambling, taxes, sin taxes, right? Right. And I, I think if you classify them all as a use tax or an excise tax and make them all unilaterally the same, it's not an issue. Meaning the, the, what? Meaning that what do you mean al- alcohol is taxed at a higher rate mm. or cigarettes are taxed at a higher rate to basically pun- – people say taxes isn't a punishment, but it's exactly what it is. No, every – I think economists, every – there person are people who has read has... anything about economy, <laughs> you know, the economy or economists would say that if you want people to not to do something, tax, you tax it. it more. Right. And there are still regular people that support taxes that don't understand that concept or principle. So I'll say something like we shouldn't be punishing people for, you know, buying alcohol or smoking cigarettes in that way. And they say, well, tax isn't a punishment. Oh, yeah, it is. <laughs> so, I, I mean, it is. But in those regards, that's that's I think how you fund a basic level. Uh, uh, so then, do you think government? Okay, so how do we then move toward that? We ab- abandon where we're at. We can't but just re- start from scratch, right? So let's like take like a realistic point of view of taxes. I think the biggest thing is that we rely so heavily on our government. Right. Local city government, state, county, and up to the federal. We rely so heavily because back when um, it was just put in place where it was just like out of sight, out of mind, maybe Mm -hmm. before the Internet, before TV, before all that. It's always it's been set up. So it's just like. It's always been this way. It's been this way for my me. It's been this way for my dad, my dad's dad, my dad's dad's dad. And so, you know, and then that's another thing that we talked about last episode. Like, it's okay to pause, take a step back, and just question some things. 
And I think that if we are able to stop freaking voting to raise taxes or to add taxes, like especially in our town, and I've said this online tons of times, it's just the default is we need this. Cool. Raise taxes. Like what the, f- <laughs> like, is there a no other creative way to get money? Like it's just the default now. Yep. I don't oh, understand absolutely. why we, we elect people. Because a monkey could push a button that says, raise taxes. We say, monkey, how are we going to build this school? He hits a button that says, raise taxes. Because that's all our elected officials have done in my lifetime or since I've known enough to pay attention. And so I think solely that of funding the government, allowing it to get so big. Yeah, absolutely. Which we've done. And I don't think that's controversial, but... I think somebody is going to disagree with that. But what, what would happen? What would happen if we just didn't raise taxes on schools? How would we build schools? How would we build, how would we fund police and fire departments? How would we, well, I was going to say hospitals, but that's not well they get subsidies too for sure and they're supposed to be uh hospitals are supposed to be from uh well some of them are supposed to be uh non-profit but right yeah anyway not we'll keep them out but so public services yeah the road crews the things like that how, how do we, how do we fund that then if it's important people will figure out how to pay for it if government didn't raise taxes and the school was crumbling they would find a way to still send their kids to a school. My answer for like, how do we build a school? Well, we start by ending compulsory school laws and just open up school choice and and education freedom and the schools will build themselves. And it's going to look dramatically different. Schools will build themselves. I know somebody literally just (laughs) laughed when they heard that. Schools will be provided by the market that it's serving in some capacity. It's not going to look like an $80 million building decked out with all of the bells and whistles that the state has mandated and said, these are the requirements that it takes to educate a youth to the degree that we feel is necessary. I agree with that 100%. You're going to see kids in pole barns doing crafting or in people's basements or in peace. And it happens already or in churches, you know, I, I do agree to that to an extent. Also, too, in, in South Dakota, where we're pretty rural, um, the Internet's readily available for the most part through satellites and through technology. Like, what's what's wrong with learning things from the Internet? Or not no. from, like, YouTube is what I'm saying, but uh, <laughs> Can I even make- though there are, there are good things on YouTube. Can I make a statement? YouTube could replace the public school system. YouTube probably could replace the the, the school system. Um, but I what I was poorly referring to is <laughs> having a teacher out of her basement live streaming from her cell phone, his his or her, sorry. <laughs> or their cell phone. Or their <laughs> their cell phone to people and teaching that way. Yeah. As 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 one way, not. I mean, I, I think there's 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 definite benefits of having, and we're gonna get into a school conversation here, but of having interaction and being in person and things like that. But I don't know. 
you you did ask how we would fund a public school. For sure. And I don't think public school needs funding in the traditional sense of raising taxes to do it. Also, if, had, you, if you had more money because you didn't have to pay to go to pay yeah. through your property taxes or, or through your sales taxes or use tax, whatever that is. If you had that money in your pocket, um, you could use it to buy more Grain Belt Premium, the friendly beer, <laughs> or you could buy it, you use it to pay somebody to come tutor your kid. Yeah. You could, you could use it to uh, take trips and teach your kid uh, through travel. And, and we'll have definitely- Wait a minute. <laughs> we will have an unschooling conversation sometime. But in the context of taxation being theft, it really drives down to the point that government does not own your labor. This, this, this is where libertarians like you're, we're just nothing but a bunch of tax slaves, right? That uh, you provide, uh, you hire me at, a, at an agreed upon rate and I go work for you and, you know, 10 hours and you say, here's your $100, Josh. And then I say, great, I've made $100. I'm happy. You're happy. And I go off to buy something. Government comes in and says, wait, wait, wait. I need a little bit of that. Mm-hmm. That. At, at every level of sense of core being of logic is theft. It is, it is a legal mob right. of theft to, to state claim on your income. They have no authority to do so. So what about like um, corporations and things like that? Uh, is there, should we tax them? Should we, tax employers i mean i think that's a different than right if we tax the individual right right you know um what is what do you say or what do people say about about that like of course amazon's the one that's been in the news and things like that right and they're getting the corporate subsidies uh originally it was corporations and tariffs that were meant to fund the government in in, in mm-hmm. the original days like corporate tax uh, was a thing and foreign taxes like imported taxes and tariffs like that sort of thing would be funding the government. Now, I'm a free market guy, so I don't necessarily believe in that. But from a foundation and constitutional standpoint, that 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 logic would hold up from a rule of law. Now, from an individual liberty standpoint, not not at all, not in any way uh, does the government get to stake claim on, again, the fruits of my labor. If I build a company into a corporation and they say, Look, you've now made your first million dollars. Guess what? Now you're in the tax bracket where you owe us. Mm-hmm. Like that doesn't from a from a free market, from an individual liberty standpoint, that doesn't work. Uh, but from a constitutional standpoint, I think there's a lot of uh, there used to be originally in the foundation that was the the method of of funding. Now you see that kind of reversed, right? It's like, hey, we made a million dollars. Um, give us some free property, tax-free property, so that we can grow and expand our business. We're going to hire uh, 50 more right. people in our community. And then the politicians say, well, I have to vote yes, because if I vote no, then I don't support jobs. And then we just see corporate subsidies. We just get corporate subsidies that are just crazy. And then you start getting, uh, you know, then it just expands onto there where corporations are paying, literally paying politicians to vote certain ways. And we always talk about like corporate buyoffs and things like that. Like that's not a conspiracy. That's a real thing where they take them out to dinner and be like, look, we're going to, we're going to employ, you know, um, uh, a certain percentage of your population. If you let us move to your town, Amazon put puts bids out to towns to say, who's going to give us the best deal. But why wouldn't you do that? If you're Amazon, 
because that land doesn't belong to government to just give away. <laughs> like, and, right. and, and people but, don't necessarily want Amazon in their backyard necessarily. So certain, most certainly they don't want them there for free. The Republican view that I've seen is that, well, okay, they got the land for free. They don't pay any corporate tax, but they're paying tax on their wages. They're paying tax on this. They're paying their, and then all the money that they have for research and development to further along America as this superpower of this. And, and I've, I've literally heard people saying, if you think Amazon should have to pay taxes and you use Amazon prime two day shipping, you're wrong. You should shut your mouth. Because they think it's like innovation of of Amazon is using this money and this their their internal resources and they're using their profits to better society to say, hey, um, I want this keyboard, but I don't want to get off my butt to go buy it from Best Buy. I'm going to order on Amazon and it's going to be here in two days. That wouldn't exist. Maybe without those quote-unquote subsidies then the market obviously didn't need it to say that to say that a company could not grow without corporate subsidies it's it's in effect picking winners and losers if i have a business say amazon is in early days right amazon is just an easy one to pick on right right say facebook is in the early days or google is in the early days uh, and and i say early days like the 20 million stage not the billion dollar stage that they're at now and you've got two companies, and they're both doing really well. And Amazon's a little bit better known, yada, yada, yada. And they get the corporate subsidy to move into the big uh, warehouse, and they get the tax breaks, they get the payroll taxes, all of those other things. And they say, ah, you don't get them because you're not big enough. We don't like you. Like, whatever. They didn't. You didn't smooge us enough. Um, you didn't control the corporate regulations uh, that let us, that allowed us to do it for Amazon, but not for you. Now my company has struggled to have innovation, which there's no telling what my innovation could have done to outdo Amazon, given that scenario. So government's now just picked a winner, and then they picked a loser. And now this other company is now struggling because they they don't have the free stuff to innovate. And now this is ah, this is how you get monopolies. This is how you get monopolies, when the government continues to pick winners. And then Amazon gets bigger, and they say, we're going to hire more people. And they say, yeah, you can have more free stuff. And then they get bigger and bigger and bigger. And now it makes it even harder for every other little guy who doesn't get the corporate subsidies because they're just not big enough to do so. They can never innovate and compete with them. Government, one, is the biggest monopoly in the world, our United States government. And they allow every other monopoly that we see to exist through corporate subsidies Tax benefits. Is Amazon a monopoly? Regulation. A lot of people call them that. I don't think they necessarily are, but a lot of people look at them and say they're a corporate giant and nobody can compete with them. And they're killing the small business, as a lot of people say. Yeah. Amazon's killing all the small business. And in in the realm of corporate subsidies and tax regulation and all that crap, they are. Because we can't sufficiently compete against that when they get so much money for free from the government. But they're just not paying what you would like to not pay. Yeah, I don't think we should. I, I think we should pay the same tax rates that Amazon is paying. Not that right. they should pay what we're paying. I'm not saying that they should yeah, pay. Yeah, but no, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. they're making you pay, but they're not making Amazon pay, which seems backwards. 
and this is I don't know. That's why though, like it's just weird. I mean, in, in, in like a lot of different things, like the why do people give free stuff to rich people? I I don't give free stuff to rich people. Do you give free stuff to poor people? I mean, I give my stuff to <laughs> poor people <laughs> from time to time. Oh, taxation so, is a million percent theft. So we should tax water, electricity. Is that what you're saying? No. Okay, so what are what are we taxing in this? In well, Josh, so I said that I was Josh fine Town, with it. USA. <laughs> I said I was fine with it for a use tax, especially like public water. People say, well, what about public municipalities? I think that's a good place for a tax. I don't know that I would advocate for that. Uh, but when everybody's sharing the water system and you have this collective group of uh, municipal people in charge of that um, – and you need a new water system. I feel like paying for the water that you use that comes out of that system is appropriate. Okay. But so it's a use tax. If you don't like it, then build a well, you know, like you can, and, and then you can't do that because you have regulation against that. You can't build a well in city property and city limits to get your own water. Like even if you don't have water, the government dumps shit into the big Sioux river, <laughs> but okay. So here's There's a scenario. That. Danny Sanford owns, basically owns a city as yeah. it is. Um, boop, boop, Denny. so what he does then in this no taxation Joshville is he builds super nice roads to all of his hospitals and clinics. And then he basically doesn't fund anything else. And so the other roads from my house to one of Denny's roads is this pothole filled gravel road and you don't think that you and your neighbors would pool together and be like hey we don't want to live on this road anymore so we should probably build a new road well it's okay so then i have to you don't have to do anything that's okay okay if i were to build a road or need to or try to get people to build a road the guy who lives closest to denny's road is like, well, I'm not putting in the same amount of money as the guy who lives a mile from Denny's Road. Mm-hmm. So the guy who lives a mile from Denny's Road, again, there's increments along the way. But the guy in the middle has a big truck or something like, you know what I mean? Like we have to then go and a guess of that we have to then hire somebody to pour cement and level it out and do the work because it's not like we can build a road ourselves if you wanted to but regardless if you do go in the in the private sector private citizens hiring private contractors to build roads and their private developments pay on average it's like 40 to 60 percent less than a government contract yeah because government's stupid so why are we allowing government to steal our money to pay 60 to 40 percent more to build the roads that we all want because it's more efficient for them to just do it. <laughs> and you're going to... I'm not going to say more efficient. It's easier. It's easier for the government to just do it than to me have to get off my ass and do it. Which I do understand that's a devil's advocate <laughs> position. <laughs> that is going to take hard work. And I don't know that a lot of people are willing gonna, to... I don't gonna, know that people are willing to do that. Then that's on them. It's personal responsibility and individual liberty and freedom. It doesn't always look the way that we think it should. But, but wouldn't it be nice if we just had all the same road? Sure. You should You should convince everybody to voluntarily uh, submit to that idea. 
what if there's this guy who just works from home? And so the stretch of road between his house. It's a lot of what ifs that you're putting into this conversation. I'm, there's a lot of what ifs that we're both putting into it because we're never not going to have taxes. And what if you just knock on that guy's door and be like, look, man, you're kind of being a douchebag here. And he's like, you know what? I can, I'm a, I can see that I'm going to put in, or I'm going to move and let somebody else or come I'm in. Gonna sit on my or ass. I'm going to sit on my ass. And then nobody really talks to him anymore. And then he just dies and sells his house. And the next person comes in and is like, yeah, I want to have nice roads. How do, how do private communities exist with roads that were not paid for by government or subsidized okay, what by about government? Like, like the sewage. fact that they just wouldn't exist. What about sewage and Without water? government is, is, is insane and asinine to me. So how do we, when I flush my toilet, it goes somewhere. Yeah. Um, if we have to fund that ourselves, or do I just poop in a hole in my backyard? No, I think I think a lot of people would voluntarily say, I want to opt in to this program to uh, make sure that the poop in our town is sufficiently dealt with. Why does government have to be the entity that says this is what we're doing, how we're doing it, and this is how much you have to pay for it. And you say, I have a better, more creative idea for that. And government says, I don't really care. I'm going to poop in a hole. <laughs> I'm going to go poop in my neighbor's yard. Like we're really getting into a lot of what ifs <laughs> and a lot of like, in, like, is that one person who didn't pay for their section of road? Are they really causing the end of the world for everybody else on that, on that block or road or development or whatever? And likewise, what it really boils down to is are you willing to go grab your gun, go to that guy's house and hold it at his head and say, if you don't pay, I'm going to, I'm going to shoot you or put you in a cage. Well, I'm not, but if you're going to, are you willing to call police and make them do it and then watch the whole thing happen and ruin the guy's life? Well, in Joshville, there would be no police. Why? Well, there'd be private police. Yeah, absolutely. But I want protection. I want to have neighborhood watches and right. I want to have people. But that person, the the private police couldn't go and make that guy build a road. No, why would they? Because that would be against his individual rights. So then I have to do it. Which would also be against his individual rights. It would be against the non-aggression principle. But what, time, what, what happens if like we need some aggression every now and again? <laughs> Then you, then you, then you, sir, are a tyrant. Now, you, sir, are some tyrant. aggression is okay. No, Aggr not a little, not even a little. Aggression against aggression is justified and acceptable. Aggression against a peaceful person is not acceptable, even if he's super ever. lazy. Yeah, he's just a bad person, and you do not have the authority to go kill someone who's lazy. Yeah, but you said I should do that. Should do what? Go to his house with a no, gun. No, I said, are you willing to? No, I can't because wow. somebody will arrest me and I'll spend my life in jail. Good, because you shouldn't be going and putting guns in front of other people's heads. So how do I get guy to get off his ass and fix his road his and stop shitting on my yard? Leave his ass. Well, I can't shit on your yard because that's your personal property. So if he shits on your yard, that's a form of aggression. Then I can shoot him. And yes. And then you can shoot okay. him. Okay. Got it. That's all it will take. I'll just. <laughs> okay. Well, okay. I mean, let's go back. Taxation is theft. Because it doesn't have consent. And if. But there's a, there's a vast majority of people who consent. Good. Then they should pay the government to do it and stop forcing me to pay for it. 
because it's not like I don't want roads to exist. And it's not like that. I don't want some welfare programs to exist. It's not like I don't want or need some sort of military in some capacity. Just, I don't think that government is the appropriate entity to make these things happen. And I would rather put my money toward things that I do believe are good solutions for these problems, like building roads, et cetera. But don't you think the issue potentially with that is that we all have different priorities? Yeah. That's the beauty of it is the diversity in how people spend their money. We see this happen down in Arizona. Arizona has a state income tax. They were fortunate enough. I don't know when it happens. I don't know the details of this, but you can uh, apply your income tax to any number of approved uh, nonprofits that exist. So your income tax does not go to the government. It goes directly to those approved nonprofits. So mm-hmm. your state income tax. And it's been fantastic. More and more people are opting into that and it's helping their communities. Okay. And it's fantastic. I and love it. Is, and it is an opt-in program of where it's it's loosely because you're still mandated to pay a certain amount of money which i don't agree with but this is a good way that we can look at people will spend their money where their priorities are and it helps their community because they're not giving it to government who is by who is building a new courthouse which it really may or may not need mm-hmm. they're not spending 60 to 40 percent more on roads with the state income tax money that they're getting they're saying hey you live in a community that has problems mm-hmm. there are organizations that are addressing those problems. If you want, you can forego giving us money and give it directly to them instead. Mm-hmm. It's been fantastic. Okay, so you and I, I won't speak for you. I feel <laughs> that marijuana should be legal. Mm-hmm. Recreational, medical, all the above for adults. Whether that's 18 or 21, apparently it looks like it's 21 now. But are you in favor of legalizing marijuana and then taxing it? As a use tax, that would be the same as uh, applied evenly, just like every other sales tax that is appropriate across the board. Yeah, I don't really have a problem with that. So that's a tax that you're okay with, but not, but in an ideal situation, it would be. It would be zero. Because if you have a product that I want and I just buy said product, similar to the the labor idea, at what point does government say, hey, hang on now, I get a little piece of this transaction. Because the FDA, <laughs> which is a, which is an unconstitutional, bureaucratic, unelected, unaccountable held uh, office of, but they're the protecting government. us. Josh. They are not. They're protecting their own self interest. In theory, they're protecting us. Not even in theory, but okay. <laughs> they're supposed to go through and make everything safer, and they don't. Mm. I think there's somebody out there that'd say they do. Well, yeah, I, you can say that they do. Don't you think they're making? Uh, they're not making marijuana safer by saying you can't use pesticides, you can't do certain things. And then that's why we're seeing all this, like all these company or these areas who have marijuana that are illegal, that are actually having very uh, da- dangerous, not maybe not dangerous, but just not good quality marijuana that is on the black market. I don't buy things that aren't good quality especially things that I'm going to put into my body. And that's a personal decision that I should be allowed to make. Well, I got to find Josh's dealer. And then all of the uh, <laughs> jokes, <laughs> just things, things I don't, actually, I don't actually smoke <laughs> marijuana or buy marijuana. Uh, but just in general, this is another area where government comes in, creates regulation that builds monopolies. Um, and, and somebody says, Hey, I want to grow this unique inventive uh, way. 
and or 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 do X, Y, or Z, and then the federal government comes in and says, "Well, you can't because we said it's not safe." But in theory, they're just trying to help people, or they're trying to say you can't do that without licensing. Licensing is another example of of where that comes into play. And they say, "Hey, I want to grow this product," and they say, "Well, you can't because you don't have a license." And to get a license, you just have to pay us and take some sort of arbitrary test uh, to prove that you can, you know, license. Uh, it just is all just bullshit. It's just crap. We got off the topic of taxation specifically, but I mean, taxation though, relative to, I mean, something both, I'll say it, both you and I think should be legal. It's, but we're willing to accept a tax on it yeah, to make a, it legal. A basic sales tax. I don't know if the statistic is true. But a friend of mine had told me that we could replace income tax nationally with a national sales tax of 18%. So everything that you buy would be applied an 18% sales tax across the board. Seems like a lot. Seems you're taxed at 30% on your income right now. True. And then you get to make voluntary decisions about government. Because they would not be taxing things like food and raw materials mm. would not be taxed. Okay. So you could buy a door or you could grow a tree and make a door. One of those ways you're going to pay taxes. One of them you won't. If I make my own door. But I got to buy the tools. So I got to pay tax on the tools. Or you buy the raw material to make the tools. I mean, it gets a little bit down down in the weeds, right? <laughs> I got to make my own but saw. It, but, it, but it ruins corporate subsidies. It ruins uh, winners and losers and players in the game. And if somebody's and it, and it ruins uh, the wealthy getting tax breaks and says, well, we need to have this trickle down effect. Well, if they want to buy a jet for two hundred million dollars, they're going to pay 18 percent sales tax on it. So who should mandate taxes, local governments, state governments or federal? Government? Always local every time. So uh, if we're taxing marijuana specifically in the states who've legalized marijuana, the tax rate tax rates vary greatly. Yeah, absolutely. So that should be OK. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's definitely a state mandated control thing. But then is it because they're giving money to the government also too, though, the federal government? I don't know if they do that on uh, marijuana specifically or not. Hmm. How great is Grain Belt? Nice <laughs> transition. Uh, the friendly beer. We paid a lot of taxes on this stuff too. Well, you did. I didn't buy the beer today, but. You're buying next time. So thanks for the grain belt. Uh, are we going to Liberty Stein this thing? I'm giving it. This is the only beer I will ever give. Well, not ever. But this is five Liberty Steins for grain belt. I'll do a, I'll do a four and a half again. Man. I'm waiting for the I'm waiting for the five star. The five uh, Stein. Well, it's good. I do like it. Um, it's definitely one of my favorite beers. It's a good beer. Um, so I four, like their branding. too. Four and a half for me. Yeah, it's good. Good. We get on a uh, a PBR next time. I'll bring some of those. That might get me a five star. Oh boy, oh boy. <laughs> Look forward to that, ladies and gentlemen. I love I love me some PBR. All right, good talk though. I think. Yeah, I think so too. Thanks, Josh. Yeah. Thanks, talk man. to you later. Thank you for listening to the America Beer Baseball Tyranny Podcast. You can find us online at beerbaseballtyranny.com and on Facebook and Twitter at ABBT Podcast. You can view videos of our episodes on our website and on YouTube, and you can listen to them on your favorite podcast listening platform. Our theme music is Not Drunk by The Joy Drops. Until next time, friends.